and beautiful people. Courtney here with Stars of the Morning Light. This is normally our Saturday check-in of weekly observations, thoughts, inspiration, where I tend to read a Mr. Rogers quote. But because we are in the middle of our two-week Foundations of Meditation for Beginners. I will be answering some questions and explaining a little bit more as to why we meditate, how to, the benefits, all the above. I do have to say, many of you have listened and practiced the past few episodes of beginners, breathing, focusing, imagery, techniques, and all is doing very well. I have learned over my years that everyone's approach is different. Everyone not only breathes very uniquely, but how they focus is different. What their mind's eye may see is very different. This is just my opinion in observations over the years (laughs) is that many empaths are drawn to meditation which is good but there are different forms of empaths and those empaths that are what I would refer to as the feelers Um, and some have it more degree to the other and I'm not saying other empaths don't feel Um, I am more of a knowing empath so it's not that I don't feel it's that um, I don't feel things as intensely as some others do and those who have those intense feelings picking up the energies that are all around them, feeling them as if they are their own. Out of observation, I have realized that they, definitely at the beginning, instead of seeing whatever image is being presented in the guided meditation, they see more colors. Or maybe... A much more simpler image um, that is beautiful and that is fine and obviously if so many do that then obviously it's what they're supposed to do because I believe because of who they are seeing, seeing and feeling those colors They have a much more in-depth understanding of that than if they were able to see all the images before them. 
That's just a little example of how we're all different. But yet we can all do this. Someone asked in a text messages to go through the history of meditation. <laughs> I will say, um, because that would be series after series of long, long um, episodes of me just talking. Um, I'm not going to go deep into any of the history. What I will say is that meditation always was and always will be. And it doesn't matter what region of the world, what culture we look at, what religion we look at. Um, Many people focus just on the Western um, styles. But with doing so, then we're kind of eliminating um, any of the indigenous people, um, the Druids. I mean, the, the list, <laughs> the history can go on and on. It just know in all religion, in all cultures, in all race, in all locations on this planet there always was and there always will be so even with that I say go explore we live in a time period now that if you want to know anything you can just look it up you can google it I'm more of a tangible book in my hand reader but I would say if you're if you're just starting out and you're thinking oh my goodness she just said druid how did the indigenous people of North America meditate never even thought about that you can look it up and the more you get involved with it there are books on every concept out there. So as far as history, it always was and it always will be. So therefore, this is in your DNA. This is in your self-knowing that you already know how you want to apply this to yourself. And now you're beginning the steps to do so, which is beautiful. Someone else asked, they're a runner. So they asked about like the runner's high if that's a form of meditation. And I do want to say yes to that. Um, Does it look different? Oh, yeah. Um, Here's the thing that 
I will say and others will also say, meditation can look in so many different forms. And you know, I'm not a runner, but all those that I know run, they might start off with all sorts of stuff in their head as they head out on their jog. And by the time they have done however many miles and gone up that hill, it has cleared completely out. Their mind is open, their mind is clear. Their mind is focused. They feel their vibrations have risen. So yes, I would say that is a form of meditation. Same as any any of the monks in any religion. While they were working the soil, while they were doing the laundry... While they were doing any form of labor, they were also in meditation. Anything repetitive, anything that you're focused on to let your mind then just let the thoughts escape and be in communication with something higher than yourself, that can be meditation. I know many women and men, I know some men, that for them, cleaning the house does, and I mean cleaning the house, (laughs) scrubbing walls and whatnot, that can be a form of meditation for them. I know many of them always say, well, my mind just sort of works everything out while I'm doing it. that they're not trying to control the thought process they're just letting it be released those who um, do crafting where it's they're having to intensely focus on what they're creating I scrapbook and I know that when I'm scrapbooking Everything around me just kind of shuts down, dissipates, even if there's noises and actions. I am hyper-focused on creating that. That can be a form of meditation because it's intense focus. So see, we we meditate often without even knowing that we do. I know of years of meditation, I have to say I love doing the dishes. When dishes are not a chore, dishes are a repetitive, repetitive action that while I'm doing it, I'm not, I don't have to focus on what I'm exactly doing I can allow my brain my mind to just kind of float I can be in communication with a higher power that is also a repetitive action that I do 
Now, I don't say while you're driving, see that as meditation. Um, Even though all of us drive, you know, by muscle memory. um, I would say stay focused there. Stay aware, um, especially in these days. I'm giving small examples um, as to how many, many, most of us are actually already meditating. You know, there's a lot out there. Um that explore the science that we can now use all of our technology and see what is actually happening in the brain when someone goes into a deep meditation, um, deep meditative state. And they have now proven that parts of the brain that appear usually without our day you know, inactive, pretty much shut down. We don't bother using it. That we, during a deep meditative state, those are lit up. Those parts of our brain are expanding and and we're using them. You know, it used to be they said that we only use about 10% of our brain Well, we can all start using more of it. And imagine what humans, society, has been able to do in a positive light with only using about 10%. Imagine if we started to develop using more parts of our brain through meditation. Because the more we use it, the more we kind of fall back on it it as our go-to when we need it throughout the day. The more that those parts of the brain that are inactive start acting even when we're not meditating. And we're safe and we're okay. And that is more how we should be. And with that in mind, many people are talking about keeping their vibrations up. Uh, The term really would be more frequency up. Um, But I'm, I'm not too concerned. You can say have good vibes or have good frequency. Someone a few months ago asked, can that change? You know, can you have one or two days that your vibrations are are high and you're good, and then all of a sudden they go away? And the answer is yes. The answer is definitely yes. Our vibrations, our frequencies, they are a choice. And there are days that many people choose, no, 
I'm, I'm too tired. I don't want to. I don't want to put my vibrations up. There's many days that we go, I don't want to feel, I, I don't want to feel good today. How should, why should I feel good when so many other people aren't? I do want to say that that, um, even though that is a common thought, I say you can sit with that because that is a form of um, empathy and sympathy for others. But please do not stay there with that. Um, So putting our vibrations up, getting them up, that is a choice. That is an everyday choice. And one of the best ways to explore how to manifest that, raising your by your vibrations, is through meditation. And when we raise our vibrations, not only does it help those around us, it helps the earth. Mother Earth. Gaia, she is extremely connected to us as we are extremely connected to her. And it is through our vibrations that she becomes better, healthier. It is through our vibrations and using our light that this world period Plants, animals, humans, earth, air, the all gets better. And you can use your meditation for that. So I just said you can return to it throughout the day. Please know that you can. The more that you practice any techniques, just taking in a few deep breaths, just imagining you're surrounded in glowing light, just focusing on something for a minute to let your mind kind of clear out if you're in negative thoughts. Any techniques that we use and that we practice, we can stop at any point in our day and use them as a tool to help us. They help with anxiety. They help with depression. They help with clearing the mind whenever They help from shielding the mind from negative vibes. So one example that I can kind of use, and it would be an old one, (laughs) um, because I have been doing this for a long time. Um, I finished college much later than all of my peers, probably because I went to college much later than all of my peers. And when I got out of college and started working as in the workforce I'm moving ahead you know okay things are changing um it was right around that time 
when we were going to have, when we did have, when we experienced that massive economic recession, um, 2008, 2010, in there. And every day when I went to work, um, I was fearful that I was going to lose my job. I knew I needed to find another job. I knew no one was hiring. It actually took 18 months to find another job. Um, And the thing was, is during my day, the workload kept getting smaller and smaller and smaller because things were dissolving. You know, many of us went through this. Um, But I was young and I... I had student loans. I had, I was trying to survive on my own. I was trying to do many things. And um, I think that was the first time in life that I, I felt true anxiety a lot. Um, because everything was so up in the air. And like I said, it took it, I think it took 18 months for me to find an, another job, and that's applying every day. Um, even though I was working, like I said, um, the workload would diminish, and by, you know, by one o'clock, I had gotten through everything I needed to do. And then I was afraid somebody would see that. Um, and these are all normal fears. Looking back, that's what a lot of us experienced at that time. Um, so what I would do is I would sit and first I'd be thinking, oh my goodness, what work can I pretend I'm doing? What work can I slowly do and create a project for myself? Whatever my thoughts were, I would at my desk shut my eyes for a moment, take three deep breaths, Then I would reopen my eyes, focus on something on my desk for a moment, take another few deep breaths, and it would calm me completely down. So I could finish my day at least not a huge ball of anxiety. Because I do believe others pick up on my energy. And I didn't want anyone around there feeling my anxiety and I know that's just a small example but I mean that sincerely in today's world as well Um, because of all that's going on um, we may have anxiety of going into maybe a small social function. Uh, We may have anxiety going into a grocery store. We may have anxiety because our workloads are kind of diminishing some, and now we're fearful of losing our jobs. At any given time, you could be in a car, you could be at your desk, You could be in the kitchen getting another cup of coffee thinking, oh gosh, I really need to start my work 
but I don't have enough work to carry throughout my day. And panic could happen. Anxiety could happen. At any time, you can fall back on any of the meditation practices and give yourself a moment to clear that away, to allow those thoughts to dissipate, to allow those thoughts to move away, to choose to lift up your vibrations. So yes, this is not just a tool that you can use in the morning for these long meditations. This is a tool you can use throughout any part of your day. I will say, um, for me mostly, how I use that as of now is, um, I think because of the world, um, the stress and anxiety people are under, um, traffic is terrifying (laughs) where I live, um, what these people are doing, um, and I will feel like my jaw starting to clench and, um, you know, anger and panic and whatnot kind of coming in more, you know, I'm starting to slip into road rage because it's just terrifying what they're doing. That once I catch myself in that, I take three deep breaths. Just three deep breaths. Even though I'm, I am driving, so I'm still focused. Doing the three deep breaths triggers me to calm down, to just calm down. I'm going to get to my destination safe and okay. So these are just little things that we can all use this for. The benefits of it. I will say if you start exploring the scientific part or start exploring the bigger benefits of things, um how in guided meditations there can be such imagery um, that you can cleanse your chakras, that you can learn about past lives, that you can travel to other dimensions. All of that stuff can excite people, but it can also be very intimidating. So I say focus on the now. Focus on where you are now with it. Know that the possibilities through meditation are great. I am able to, quote-unquote, travel to other dimensions. I am able to cleanse chakras. I am able to do many things. Um, It was through deep, heavy meditation that I'm able to go to the Akashic Records. But that is after years, years. And the more you do it, the more you learn, the more you read, the more you explore what works for you, the more excited you will get when you learn new things and the less intimidating all will become. Some people have asked, do I listen to music or do I not listen to music? 
I would say right now, for anyone still in their, I mean, even in their first few years of doing meditation, I would say yes, have some form of meditative sound um, with you. I, um, I can kind of go either way. I actually sometimes prefer absolutely no music. Um, in the very early morning hours or, um, that moment in the afternoon, about one o'clock when there are no sounds, everything is quiet. Um, I actually enjoy that. Um, so I don't put on music. Um, but as you're practicing, music is wonderful. Music is great. Um, so that is a personal preference. Um, and some do more, um, chimes or natural sounds like waterfalls or birds. Some do drums. Um, you will also find what you, what you like with that. Um, hearing is a very personal, sensitive thing that I, I feel everyone should choose their own form. And I would say stick with the same music or same type of music for quite a while as you're, as you're starting off. Um, Next week, we are going to be doing um, more imagery techniques, and I want to explain some terms with that. Meditation is just quieting the mind, focusing, breathing, aspects like that. Um, I will say when I use the word grounding, That means connecting you to Mother Earth, which I do via meditation, but is a different form of meditation in my opinion. And grounding can also be if you just walk on the earth with no shoes, Um, if you sit outside for a long while, um, just in silence with Mother Earth. Um, You can also do that via through meditation imagery. I refer to those kind as grounding meditations. They are very specific to connecting with Mother Earth. There are ones that are more traveling meditations um, that you do kind of... You're able to kind of transport yourself to different times and space. There are ones that are cleansing meditations, cleansing the chakras, cleansing negative um, energy. Um, So you have cleansing or healing if you need healing of any parts of the body, mind, or soul. Grounding to connect you to the earth. Um, And when I had said that to raise your vibrations is a choice. It is. It is a choice every day. And we can do that with meditation. 
Um, you can do that just by making the choice as well. So, you know, um, it begins the process. Um, but it is nice to raise the vibration through meditation, be of love and light, letting your light shine. Um, and that can all happen. Um, I believe we're going to explore this week coming up. Ground, sorry, that was my dog. <laughs> Grounding meditations. Shielding meditations to kind of put a shield around you of love and light to protect any negative influence. And we will also, towards the end of our two-week we will look at how do we rise, raise our vibrations. Um, so that is all coming this week. That'll be great. Um, and what I will leave you with to think and ponder, because this was a very long episode, I just wanted to cover all questions and concerns. Um, remember, explore, read, listen to other podcasts about it, Find your own way. Find your own path. Get out into nature. Go for a run. Clean the house if that's how you need to do it. Whatever it is that you need to do. What I'm going to leave you with to ponder is somebody asked me about mantras. There are very specific mantras that people use for certain things. I'm not going to get into that um, during this beginner's course. Who knows if I ever will. What I want to say, because I'm really trying to emphasize, go forth, learn your own path. You know, this is, we all need to be doing things our authentic way. Um, And the universe is giving you so much permission to do so. Um, As far as mantras go, I believe right now it would be a very good idea if you found, um, because I do it, I, I do this process as well, if you found something that you can repeat, you know, if you put your hand to your heart as we do in the meditations and repeat to yourself, it could be any passage from any religious text, it could just, it could be as simple as I am love and light. It could be, um, today I will have, it could be any kind of phrase, expression that you can repeat to yourself. And I will say, I change mine around about every week to two weeks. So I know last week and the week before, I made it very simple for myself. Um, I would put my hand in my heart and I would say, hope, faith, love. I am hope, faith, love. Do you see what I'm saying? You can make it very simple, but it is a nice reminder. It It automatically helps you to clear away any negative thoughts or feelings. So I urge you to think about that today, this weekend. 
what could be your cliche, your catchphrase, your mantra of right now, that when you put your hand to your heart and you say it out loud to yourself, and I, I say it three times, um, I suggest repeating it three times, It's only for you. It's solely for you. So it could be anything that makes you feel good. Makes you remember where your mindset should be. And who you want to be in this world. So ponder that. What's going to be my catchphrase? What's going to be my motto? What's going to be my intention you all have done so well I'm so happy we are together I hope this meets all of us with many blessings for you are so precious to the I we won Namaste.